Welcome back to SportsCube. I'm your host, Daniel Shalom, bringing you the latest in the sports world. And we have a lot to get into today. But first off, we have an interview with Freeport High School track and football star Chris Quinn. He talks to us about his move from Massachusetts to Long Island and how he won two championships in one season. Additionally, is the Cowboys' Dak Prescott, the franchise QB, asking for too much money? And Germany's top flight of soccer, the Bundesliga, is back. So we'll get into that and a lot more. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Franchise quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, got offered a new deal to try and stay in Dallas. The Cowboys offered him a five-year, $175 million deal. Yet, you guessed it, it wasn't enough for Dak. Although the deal that the Cowboys offered would have been the highest quarterback for, uh, deal in NFL history. Yes, Dak, though, wants $45 million per year, whereas the Cowboys offered him 35 This is all crazy to think about, though, saying that the Cowboys are a struggling team who didn't even make the playoffs last year, With yet they have talent like Ezekiel Elliott, and now with the addition of CeeDee Lamb in the draft, they're going to be a very talented team. They're looking to bring back Dak. Although I don't think they're going to give him the money. It's just way too overpaid. I feel like his original contract is way even. It's too much for his skill because he hasn't proved himself. He had a great rookie season, but now since he's died down. So I feel like the Cowboys are not going to give him this deal. And it's crazy to think about, though, if you take a look back, not even at the NFL, but across all four sports leagues, the best player in the NHL, Connor McDavid, he's only making $12.5 million per year. Whereas Dak, a middle-of-the-line quarterback in the NFL, is getting offered $35 million, and yet it's still not enough. This is, The money in sports is crazy to think about, but I guess that's what it's come to at this point. Uh, the Cowboys are probably going to hold out on Dak. I don't think it's a priority for them right now. So I think they're going to hold out, and it's going to be another Ezekiel Elliott situation. Anyway, we have an interview with Chris Quinn. Here's our sit-down from a few days ago. Before this, let me tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to Sports Cube. I'm your host, Daniel Shalom. And today we have a very special guest that joins us on the show. He's a Long Island champion football player and a state champion in long jumping from the Freeport Red Devils, Chris Quinn. Chris, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. So, uh, Chris... How have you been, and uh, what have you been up to during the quarantine? Um, it's been about seven weeks, so I'm about used to it now. The whole routine. You know, I be I'm stuck in my house, like mm-hmm. working out in the yard and whatever I can do. Can't go out to the track. Schools are closed, and doing a lot of online schoolwork, playing games, keep me busy. Whatever I can, really. Yeah, definitely. How was your um? I guess your regimen for working out changed from being, of course, at school where you have a lot of facilities to where at home where it's much more limited. Yeah, I'm definitely a lot more limited. Not, I don't have weights, 
so it's a little hard to get weight training in so mostly push-ups no track so i'm usually on grass now so it kind of sucks but Mm -hmm. you have to adjust and get used to it definitely and speaking of adjusting you moved here from uh, massachusetts this year what's it been like not just from the athletic perspective from a community feeling as well, uh, how do you view the the people, the community of just Long Island in general? Um, it was definitely a big adjustment, especially being my junior year, going up there with all my friends and family. But um, coming here was really easy because I came during the summer into a season, so I met a lot of good people, made new friends. It's a great community here. Yeah, no doubt. And shifting back to athletics. What would you say changed about your football and track ability compared this year to uh, last year when you were in Massachusetts? Um, just a lot of training. So a lot of hard work paid off and really showed this season. So a lot of stuff in the summer, a lot of workouts. It just really showed. And uh, before all of this quarantine and corona happened, what was it like for you to be on the Red Devils football team and be part of an extremely talented program? Um, it was great. Like I came here a little nervous because I knew how good the team was, and me being a new kid, I didn't know if I'd get a chance to be able to start or even play at all. So it was a great experience and a great team. Yeah, and uh, speaking of, how did your team together come together as one to win the Class One Long Island Championship? Especially saying you were the quote unquote new guy on the team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a lot of hard work. Like you wouldn't believe how much we were outside running sprints in the dark, early in the morning, weekends. It was just it was a lot. It took a lot of work. How would you say? Would you say that all that hard work and commitment uh, paid off? Um, in the short term, definitely. We still have bigger goals. Another Long Island championship. Hopefully, that doesn't get messed up by Corona too. So we're already losing a lot of the summer, so we really have to get back to it whenever we can. Yeah, for sure. And uh, do you enjoy, you yourself, long jumping more or being on the football field? Um, That's a tough question because if you ask me that during football season, I'd probably say football. But during track season, I'd probably say track. So it just depends on the season I'm in. I love them both just as much. And where did you develop your passion for both of these sports and all that athletic ability? Um, I started playing football when I was in about seventh grade. I never really liked track at first, to be honest. But then I gave it a try in my ninth grade year because my couple of friends got me to do it. I tried outdoors, and then I was just good at it. So I stuck with it, and then it became a love to me. Yeah, no doubt. And um, speaking of track, you were third ranked at the Outdoor New England uh, State Championship last year. What allowed you to improve and become a state champ this year? Um, Definitely growth plays a big part because I was a lot younger then, obviously. But just watching them, watching a lot of other athletes inspired me to get better. I didn't want to just be content with third place. I was like, if I'm getting third place now, I can definitely win something in the future. So it just, I just worked. And then it paid off. Speaking of, who is your who in, who inspires you the most? Who's your biggest inspiration? Um, definitely my mom. Um, she's always there for me, always supports me, always makes sure I have what I need. And there's always coaches along the way, always checking up on me, making sure I'm doing the right things, and keeping me in shape. Yeah, and what was the feeling like to win in the Ocean Breeze Athletic Comp uh, Complex and taking? two championships in one year this year. What was that feeling like for you? 
Um, it was great, especially me coming from a whole new state and being able to win in a different state is just amazing to me because it just shows I can compete with kids from different states and just it was great competition. It was just a great feeling in general. Definitely. Do you think that you would have had as much growth if you were still in Massachusetts this year? Um, definitely. I still had a really good coaching staff there and really good kids. So I think this would have the same results, but yeah, and uh, clearly you're one of the top athletes on Long Island. What colleges are piquing your interest for athletics, saying that you're going into your final year of high school? Um, I talked to a, a few coaches a day. They you know, hit my email. Today I was on a call with UMass Lowell, Colgate, mm-hmm. and a few more. I'm not really going to get into detail about that right now, yeah. but in the future. Yeah, and uh, speaking of not just for athletics, but – do you have any interest for college for academics? Like, what would you want to do with uh, your future aside from athletics? Most definitely. Um, I'm still deciding on whether I, what I want to major or pursuing, but I'm definitely I that's definitely something I want to do in the future. For sure. And finally, Chris, last question for you: uh, What would you say to up and coming athletes uh, like yourself who are trying to succeed? Um, it's not a, a quick process. It's a long process, so you always have to keep working. Not everything always going to be in your favor. Like I said, I placed third last year and just kept working, and then I became a champion. So it just no matter what, it takes a lot of commitment and hard work, a lot of practice on your off days, and keep your schoolwork together. Always stay on top of your school stuff, especially right now during this hard time. So that's really all I have to say. For sure. Chris, we really appreciate you having you having you on the show. You're a, a great athlete, and we can't wait to see what you do in the future, and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Once again, thanks for having me. Of course. More Sports Cube coming right up. One of Europe's top five leagues, the German Bundesliga, returned last weekend. Stars consisting of Robert Lewandowski, Jaden Sancho and also one of the top stars, Timo Werner, returned on Saturday and Sunday, bringing us a little bit of live sports. And I got to say, it was pretty relieving to see that we had at least some sports left as Europe still has the coronavirus, but they're working through it. As for other leagues across Europe, Serie A resumed training. Same with the Premier League. And the funny thing is, all of these soccer players haven't gotten haircuts And it's crazy to see their quarantine looks. But the most crazy one out of all is Hunming Son, the striker for Tottenham, who actually went back to South Korea, performed his military training for three months, and then came back and is now back on the pitch in training with Tottenham. Of course, we want to see these leagues back as soon as possible. We just can't determine that at at this point because we don't know when the coronavirus is going to end and we have to proceed cautiously throughout so we hope that soccer is back back soon because it's clearly one of the best sports arguably the best sport and most popular in the world with stars like Messi Ronaldo and Mbappe but we just ha- it's a waiting game once again so we'll see where it goes more sports cube coming right up and now before we wrap up today's episode it's time for our results from last week's bracket and also this week's current bracket challenge for our MLB stadium matchups so last week 
We had two hometown stadiums going at it. It was the Mets versus the LA Dodgers and the New York Yankees versus the Houston Astros. Glad to say that both New York teams won the City Field beating Dodger Stadium by a percentage of 76% to 24%. And for the Yankees, 82% to 18% on Minute Maid Park. And of course, this week's bracket consists of the Washington Nationals, former or current defending World Series champs, and the Arizona Diamondbacks, who haven't won a World Series since 2001. They're going at it. And currently, I'm checking the poll. The Nationals are up 55% to 45% on the Diamondbacks. So make sure to go vote on our Instagram. And the AL matchup is T-Mobile Park, where the Seattle Mariners are based, versus Progressive Field in Cleveland, Ohio. Currently, T-Mobile Park is beating Progressive Field by a percentage of 55 to 45%. So make sure to go vote for who you think should be, or what stadium you think, should be number one. And that about wraps up today's show. I hope you all enjoyed it. We're really trying to put good content out there. We took a little bit of a week hiatus to get ourselves in order, but now we have great interviews coming up, and we're going to try and make this quarantine just a little bit better for all of our viewers. Additionally, if you go to Portland School, make sure to vote for Luca Williams as your 2020 Student Council sophomore president. He's going to make great changes and bring a sense of unity to Portland School. So I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to go vote on our Instagram. And until Monday, peace out.